This week on the show, our pop culture news. We talk about the Netflix show Lockwood and Co. And fortune cookies. It is April 2023. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to, to Lunchbox, Lunchbox Reaction. Reaction. Go, everyone. Yeah, yeah, we did it. Teamwork Yay. makes the dream work. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Lunchbox Reaction. Thank you. Thank My you. My name is Brian. I am joined this week by Linnea. Hello. And Evan. That happens to be my name. All right. And it is April. Anything happening this April? Uh, not much. I thought you, you had a great sheet at breakfast. You should, maybe you want to tell everyone about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Yeah. The day we're recording this is on April Fool's Day. So for school, one of the teachers printed out this little paper that says, taking a field trip to the Stillwater Correctional Facility, which is basically just going to prison. Yeah, And it was $78. Yeah, $78 per student. So it, it's a bit costly, but you know, it's going to be worth it. Yeah, I thought it was, it, it looks just like a school form. Although I did notice right away that the cutoff date to send in the permission form was March 30th. Yeah. Also, it was Wednesday, March 30th, when oh. March 30th was a Friday. <laughs> I thought that was a good April Fool's prank. Yeah. Mom fell for it. <laughs> mom mom was freaking out. She was like, 78 How is it $78? I just, I don't understand. And then I had to explain it to her. I like, that's the part she was freaking out about and not the part of you going to a correctional facility. <laughs> yeah, not me going to prison. $78. I don't care that you're going to a prison. Just make it cheap. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, if anyone out there had good April Fool's jokes or pranks, hey, drop us an email. Let us know. So this week in pop culture news, everyone have their little tidbit they're going to share? Sure. sure. All right. We both said sure. <laughs> sure, I guess. Sure, why not? My who would like? To... Oh, okay. Oh, wait, do you want to go first? I was just gonna say who would like to go first, but well, you I, were... I'm going first. Go for wow. it. <laughs> My pop culture thing this week is that the new Dungeons and Dragons movies was like something among thieves. Honor. Honor among thieves. When we were all kind of watching, we'll go. Like, oh, here comes another one. Apparently, it's really good. According to a podcast mom was listening to in the living room. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. One of my friends watched it and they said it was funny. Do you think we should go watch it, Dad? I don't know. I I mean, I used to play Dungeons and Dragons long, long, long time ago. And you're playing now. Far, far away. And you're playing now with a group of your friends. I mean, do you think, does it sound interesting to watch? I guess my, th this is how I described it when I first heard it, that there's a movie. Is that to me... Dungeons and Dragons is you and your friends having fun and telling your own stories. I I really don't see the point of going going and seeing some other story that has nothing to do with your characters. I but that's the just, thing is, it has the creatures. So I suppose. I and, and again, that's just my feeling. That has I, I don't know if the movie's good or bad or anything, but I don't know. It's just to me it's it's such a personal thing. Like, I have such fun memories of hanging with my friends on Friday night and eating pizza and playing D&D. And, I mean, sure, a movie could be fun, but it's not, to me, it's not Dungeons and Dragons. It's just a fantasy movie that, I don't know, has rogues and owl bears in it, I guess. Yeah, I can see that. Because, like, 
the characters that you put in for a movie are going to be nothing like the characters you make when you're teenagers that are like weird mutant birds who are also <laughs> bards but also ninjas. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Evan, you want to go next or do you want me to go next? You can go next. I'll go next. All right. In the long line of Disney making new live action movies, oh no! What's guess next? what the next Disney live action movie they have announced is? What is it? It is Lilo and Stitch. Oh, oh no! Why? <laughs> no! Why? No! <laughs> yeah. That's God, my childhood. I know. I that... can feel it going down the drain. How is that gonna work? Oh, it's gonna oh, look so God, awful. No. I don't know. Yeah. They... They have a person already cast as Lilo. Girl Do they from... have someone cast as Stitch? I, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I don't think they're going to have someone in a Stitch suit. I'm pretty sure it's going to be all CGI. But mm, yeah, I don't know. Like I, I don't know how... Because the movie was perfect. It was just... It was an absolute gem of a movie. It was like I, perfect for animation. Yeah. Not oh, yeah. for live just action. The beautiful watercolor backgrounds and... And just the story and this. I've watched every Lilo and Stitch movie. Oh, have you? Okay. I've yeah. watched. I think I have too. I only remember the first one and a little bit of the second. So I don't know. <laughs> Live action. Yeah, I guess. I guess we'll see. Anyway, <laughs> that's my news. Evan, I'll watch it just to see how it is. Oh, God. we should. We should watch that and review it sometime. <laughs> Lilo and Stitch. My pop culture reference for this week is that they've released a gameplay trailer for the new oh, Legend of Zelda game. That's what it should have been my reference. Yeah. Well, series. <laughs> it's it was like a ten minute presentation by the the president of the company or something. Was that it? Was I that... just like the maker of the game. Maker of the game, yeah. It was interesting. They showed a lot of like new mechanics, like you can fuse stuff onto your weapons. Like, if you have a sword, you can now attach a rock you find to it. Aren't there also, like, cars and stuff now? You, yeah, you can also, like, make cars by attaching wheels and stu- things Oh, and you can stuff. make boats and planes, too, right? Yeah. You can make a lot of weird things. But there's not the two-player mechanic we were all hoping for? No. No two-player. <sighs> oh, you mean where, where you can play together with someone? Yeah. yeah. Oh. That would be so fun. All right, and that game comes out in May sometime. Is that uh, right? I think or not. Either early May or late April. Late birthday present. Mm. Okay. <laughs> fun, fun, yeah. Yeah. I keep saying you guys should review that, the Breath of the Wild. You have yet to do that. <laughs> well, Linnea needs to get some of her her friends. Her friends. Over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what you keep saying. Is it ever going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> you keep saying that, but I mean, you've been saying that for how many years have we been doing this podcast now? We're on episode like 130 something. You've been saying that since like episode 20. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Organize it. Get your friends over here. Okay. Get some new voices on the show for people to listen to. Oh, All right. God. Anyway, enough about that. Let's move on to this week's topic, the Netflix series, Lockwood and Co. Lockwood & Co. is a supernatural young adult television series that premiered on Netflix in January 2023. The story is based on the Lockwood & Co. series of books by author Jonathan Stroud. The eight-episode series covers the events of the first two books, which were titled The Screaming Staircase and The Whispering Skull. Lockwood & Co. has a unique story. It's set in present-day Britain, but in an alternate timeline, where ghosts are real and their touch will kill you. The world has been dealing with this problem for 50 years, 
and to this day, no one knows what caused it or how to stop it. While adults cannot sense the ghosts, children and teens can, and those who are gifted with this ability work as ghost hunters. The series stars Ruby Stokes as Lucy Carlyle, an extremely talented teen who can listen and even speak with ghosts. Cameron Chapman stars as Anthony Lockwood, the charismatic leader of Lockwood & Co., and rounding out the group is Ali Haji Heshmadi as George Karim, the booksmart researcher for the group. So that's just a little short overview of the show. I'm just going to start out and say I love this show. I think it's awesome. I've watched it twice now, and I can't get enough of it. <laughs> I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty good. It's not like... It's not one of my favorite shows because I, f- I feel like I've somewhat seen this plot before of just British teens trying to like figure out problems and stuff. But it is <laughs> British teens. teens British teens. British teens figure out problems and stuff. A plot of a bunch of books and movies. Like what? Harry Potter. What else? The main one. Um. Oh, no, I just, just like Harry I've, Potter. I've seen it so much, many times before, I feel like. Yeah. Watch okay. British teens figure out problems and stuff. <laughs> I mean, I, oh yeah, Hilda, that's also kind of... Aren't they Canadian? Hilda? I thought I thought they were more Scandinavian, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, they all have Scandinavian anyway. names. No, but I, I know accents. what you mean. There's that Artemis Fowl, I think that maybe is that yeah. team solving problems? Although that movie kind of bombed. I think the books were supposed to be really good, but the... The movie of it was pretty bad, I heard. Anyway, that has nothing to do with Lockwood. Yeah, so I don't know. I had just seen this advertised on Netflix and started to watch it, which which for me is kind of strange because I generally don't like scary things like that. Anyway, we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> so, uh, so first of all, the world and the story. What, what did you think about the world building of this show? I thought the premise was super cool of like, the ghost coming back to life. The world building is like so in depth and detailed. Like you said, just those lights, they have special lights on the streets that it's not even mentioned in the show, but apparently in the books they're there to like ward off spirits. Like everything in this world is like there for a reason. Yeah, yeah, I love that. And I love that it's it's kind of the show don't tell. There's just all these little nods to I'm sure what's in the books and they don't they don't really go into it in depth, but it's just you know that they put it there for a reason you know like the lights that i was mentioning or that you, that you mentioned yeah <laughs> i mentioned it to you the other I men- day yeah i mentioned what you mentioned to me yeah because i kept seeing that like when anytime they're walking down the sidewalks they have these strange lights and it, and it's even in the opening credits they have the the silhouette of those lights so yeah you're like there's got to be something important about that uh you know but and it's not like they're hitting you over the head with it but i think they give you just enough information to feel like you're part of this world but there's still a lot of mystery to it so, yeah, I, I really enjoy it. And I, one of the reasons I like the show is is I like any show where people can just walk around with swords. <laughs> <laughs> Same, is that why oh you like God. the animes? Like, like, you know, modern day modern day life. Let's just walk around with modern a sword day. because you never know when a, when a ghost is going to pop out. And... No wonder you go to the Ren Fest every yep, year. Yep, there we go. <laughs> I'm actually hunting ghosts. Actually, I can't because I'm an adult, so I can't sense them, just, just the kids. Yeah, me and Linnea can... Yeah, you two probably can. can go yeah. out carrying swords. I guess a bunch of the information about the show just comes from the opening credits. They talk about, you know, they mention ghosts coming back. They mention the things that keep them away. Mm. They mention they mention that there's a curfew. Technology and, never. Yeah, 
developed. The cur- nobody ever follows the curfew. Well, thinking more about it, though, I think it's just that the curfew is more for adults. I guess. Because adults can't sense ghosts, so they're just helpless at night. Whereas mm-hmm. kids can sense ghosts and can at least run away from them. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. So I guess I guess if you're an agent, as these kids are called, they can be out at night because at least they can see the ghosts and know when something's coming. An adult, they'd just be out of luck. There's nothing they can do. But I did think that was weird for a long time, you know, that there's a curfew, but pretty much the whole show takes place at night, I feel like. So, so yeah, this series, it's eight episodes, and the first three episodes are pretty much the first book in the series, and then the next five episodes are the second book. I'm wondering, did you like one of the stories better than the other? Like, did you like the first half or the second half? Mm. Both of them I like and dislike for their own separate reasons. The first half, it was introducing everything, so it obviously felt different than the second half. And I don't really know whether it was a good or bad difference. It was just, it was there. I think I like the second half better. Any particular reason? Because I feel like we got more development from the characters. And it was less like introducing stuff. Sure, sure. I actually liked the first three episodes better. Because to me it felt like the the second set of episodes felt, it kind of dragged for me. The one, the one episode where they're like on a boat or something. Yeah. The whole time that episode, I was like barely paying attention. <laughs> I was yeah, like, "What's was, going on now?" That was George and Lockwood's friend. I can't remember her name. Who owns the boat? Yeah. Or like, yeah, when Lucy and Lockwood were like, they're on a mission together. And I don't even know where they were. That's how little I was paying they were attention. At some auction. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know why they were there. I just. I can't remember what I was. I can't remember what I was doing. I must have been doing well, you must something have been else. Looking at your phone. I must have been doing something else while I was watching the show. I was I, looking at my phone, I but don't I don't know why they went to that auction. What they were doing. What their goal was. I they just, were getting the mirror. They went. That's what they were doing. Yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay, that makes more sense. There we go. All right. Well, you don't want to give too much away, so in case people want to watch it. Oh, and then I put since Evan and I were just watching this just today. In fact, yeah, Evan was finishing it up. And I wrote this comment that, and, and I've noticed this, this isn't just Lockwood, but this is any kind of movie where you have a crowd. So there's a crowd of people, right? Mm-hmm. And the main character always comes in in the back and somehow they're able to way that they're able to push their way through the crowd all the way to the front. And <laughs> I'm just thinking, <laughs> is that, is that really how crowds work? I, cause, cause when I get to a, a, some like game at school or, you know, that I go to and, and there's a crowd there. There's no if I'm not oh, there. So there's no impossible. way I can f- push my way up to the front. So <laughs> especially without like being obviously noticed. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought that was kind of amusing. Yeah. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat. Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket. Outsourcing business tasks you hate. What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage 
all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Lene, you made the comment the other day, and this is something that I noticed too, you you said that Lockwood reminded you of someone. Cedric Diggory. Cedric Diggory, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he he has a very Cedric Diggory uh, vibe to him. And that actor, Robert Pattinson, mm-hmm. uh, when I first started watching this this show, I was thinking, boy, that, that actor is, he could just follow in Robert Pattinson's footsteps because he has, <laughs> he's just so charismatic. He's just like dripping charisma no I mean in, I don't know I don't know did, did you guys feel that I felt that too it's just sure. like you know he could walk in the door and say hey cook me a bowl of macaroni like and this, you do it just because he's this air of like constantness yeah confidentness and like likability yeah yeah I mean that actor just nailed the part I think he, he is just really out, out, outstanding to me so I guess that leads us into the cast what'd you think of the of the cast. I mean, yeah, I actually agree with you, Dad. I think Lockwood was probably my favorite of the cast. Yeah, Lockwood was definitely the best cast. I feel like George, though, is a close second. Okay, yeah. Because I feel like just the book smart vibe that he that that actor gives is basically what I would expect. Yeah, so what's cool about George's character is that, so, so there is... There is a character in the books, but it's not George Kareem. He has oh. a different name, and of course, right now I don't I don't know the name off the top of my head because I haven't read the books. <laughs> but in the books, this character is more of a want to say he's kind of pudgy and and it, he's pretty much a totally different character. And this actor came in, um, um, Ali Haji Hishmati, and the people. Doing the casting. 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 Why couldn't I think of it? Yeah, they liked him so much, they gave him the part, and they pretty much rewrote the character for him. Oh. You know, and gave him that, that you know, that name George Kareem because he's, um, I'm not quite sure 
what his ethnicity is. So it's it's different than the book, but I think I think he's great in his part. I think he did a great job. Yeah, and Lucy too. I feel like so Lucy. I almost feel like she's the main character because we start the show with her. Yeah, we kind of see everything through her eyes. Especially, I, I consider her the main character. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess the whole intro where we have her history, that wasn't in the books. So that was oh. added for the show. So a lot of people were sort of surprised that they got this this really cool history for where she came from and, and the the trauma that she had getting where she is now. That's cool, because I can't imagine the show without watching the backstory right, first. Right, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'd be, yeah. So anyway, yeah, I, I think the three main characters are great and, and I'll, a lot of the the secondary characters I like too I did find myself getting confused by some of the adults which ones well like the the people who are in the in DPRAC like the higher up people it, it felt like for some reason I should know who they were but then that you know like the lady who comes up to them at the cemetery and starts talking to them and and you know they're uh, just all like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. you know she's talking to us she knows her names and maybe that comes out in the book more yeah because i'd assume they talk more about those people like behind the scenes i mean she does show up again right she but, like shows when up she's again. first introduced we have no idea who she is mm-hmm. like they maybe mentioned her name like once or twice beforehand i got who she was because like they they said who like who she was and what I think I she guessed did. it because like her last name was like the name of the agency that's like super big like the Fitz. Also, she said, "My father founded the thing." And so the effects for this show, what did you think of the ghostly effects? I thought they were really cool. Most of the time, they were pretty good. Most of the time, was there a time you thought they weren't good? Sometimes I thought they might need a bit work. Hmm. Okay. I really enjoyed them. I thought the effects were great, and um, especially when you think about uh, how we were complaining about the monster in Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is this is so far and above <laughs> that. I feel like the main ghost of the first half. There are some shots that just feel kind of off with that ghost. Okay, the the lady. Yeah, I gotta know something about the eyes feel weird. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's supposed to look a little creepy. So is this? story spooky or scary at all like were there times where you jump scared or or after watching stranger things that it this is nothing like, i wouldn't describe this as like a horror show no but like it's, it takes place in a horror world where you could easily make a horror story mm-hmm. like it's not the story itself is more of like an adventure type of thing adventure mystery i feel like it's like a quarter stranger things but then the rest is like adventure and stuff just the various heists the characters get into this might be true of the show in general. Someone says a line about ghosts aren't the most scary things. It, it could be that the people are the most scary things. And I think of one of the opening scenes where Lucy is is a young up-and-coming ghost hunter and she's blamed for the deaths of all those people. But uh, I don't know. Uh, this is a spoiler. It's in the first episode. <laughs> but you know, we see that adult who purposely closes the door and leaves her you know, kind of trapped in there, right? Yeah. And, I mean, that's that's almost more horrific. And you're hearing the screams of all the other kids being touched by ghosts and killed. Mm-hmm. You know, that's almost more scary than the ghosts themselves, is that this guy who they're supposed to rely on didn't do a thing. Yeah. 
And again, toward the end of the show, when we find out that it seems like there's some kind of underground conspiracy sort of thing going on, it, it it's hinted at throughout the show that, you know, there might be something to why these ghosts are here and what they're doing or, you know, why they're coming back. So, uh... Do I want a second season? Um, <laughs> <laughs> you can just Google spoilers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> From the books. So, yeah. So I like that there's that undertone of, of yeah, the ghosts might be scary, but the, but there might be people who are pulling the strings behind all this. So, mm-hmm. What age do you think the show is for? Hmm. Probably like maybe Evan's age and above. Yeah, I feel like 12 to... Actually, up in general. Yeah, and up, yeah. Because I enjoyed it. I, I really like their show. Yeah. <laughs> You're an and old, I'm old man. Yeah, I'm old. <laughs> they should make an adult version of the show where, where you don't actually see any ghosts. Oh. <laughs> it's just the kids like waving their swords around. Welcome <laughs> <laughs> from, from the adult perspective. From the adult perspective, yeah. They would save a lot on special effects. <laughs> <laughs> it's a ghost. Just wave the sword around. Yeah. Like I wonder in that room where the where the blood was dripping from the ceiling. We just we like, hear the sound of blood dripping. Yeah, like like like, what? like would would an adult actually see that or wouldn't they see that? I don't know. Because it like they touched the blood, it was real. Like yeah, they said no, like the ghost had plasma or something. Or plasma, yeah, yeah. So when we were talking about Wednesday, I was talking about the ages of of actors. Mm. <laughs> so. I, so, I, I looked at the ages too. <laughs> oh, did you? Yeah. So in the books, Lockwood and George, or the analogous character of George, is supposed to be 15 and mm-hmm. Lucy is 14. In the show, Lockwood is supposed to be 17 or 18. George is 17 and Lucy's 16. Uh, in real life, uh, the actor playing Lockwood is 21 and the actress playing George and Lucy are both 23. So, <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Yeah. Little age difference, but I don't know. I think I think they look teenagerish. Yeah, I thought the actors for Lucy looked really young. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think they did a good job of of making her look younger. Uh, so those are lots of things that I had written down. Any anything that you two wanted to talk about? What do you think people do when they become adults and they like can't sense ghosts anymore? Well, we saw that one person who, when her talents faded, she started working for like the main guy in charge of the operations. That's really vague to anyone who hasn't I guess, watched the but show. Like not, not every agent can just immediately become that. Like, Do they just... Well, don't they up? also just become supervisors, too? I don't know. Yeah, maybe that's explained more in the books, what happens when they age up and lose their talent. Well, I guess there's that one agent who was just infiltrating the auction. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I don't know. Do you think it's a talent or a curse to be able to see these ghosts? I mean, you definitely feel safer. If you can sense them, at least be able to just run away. hide the fact that you can sense them. Yeah, I think the powers themselves are probably a good thing because you can know like when to protect yourself. It would just be an agent. That's the curse. Like if people find out and make you an agent, that would be yeah. Once awful. again, it's it's like the issue with the adults that you were talking about. Yeah, the adults just want to use the kids, and of course, I, I really want a second season because this season sort of ends. Evan, you said it ended on a cliffhanger. Is it really a cliffhanger, or is it, or is it more of a? It's like something is going to be revealed, but before we get to the reveal, it's the end of the show. It's a cliffhanger. Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> How would that not be a cliffhanger? Yeah, what, what you just described. <laughs> well, I mean, is a cliffhanger, cliffhanger. To me, a cliffhanger is: is someone going to die, or are they going to? You know, is the truck going to fall off the edge of the cliff? I mean, this is. 
this is more just let's see blank it feels like more where an episode would end in the mm. middle of the series and yeah. then there'd be another episode. although it's a big i mean it's something that's been hinted at throughout the series that's why it's a cliffhanger that's why it's a cliffhanger yeah but yeah i really want a second season because i want to know what what the thing is i, suppose oh, I, I know could... what it is i googled it oh don't tell me <laughs> i don't want to know it's his private jet uh anything else you two want to talk about do we know why technology went away in this world i don't know yeah there, yeah there's a whole thing about technology stocks crashing and is it because like ghosts were possessing them yeah because <laughs> <laughs> that was where my head went ghost technology yeah it could just be the the stock market or people crashing. had better ways to use metal Oh, that could be maybe. It. Yeah. They started making like the iron chains instead iron of chains. computers. Hmm. I don't know. That is a that is a good question. Okay. Well, uh, should we just do final wrap up? What do you two think of sure. Lockwood and Co. One to ten. I'm gonna give it a seven point five. Okay. I think it's pretty good. You two seem to like it a lot more than me, <laughs> which I find interesting. Mm. But yeah, uh, I'll give it an eight point five. I'm going to give it a nine. I really enjoyed the show. I liked the casting. I liked the premise. Uh, I'm knocking a point off for some of the... It it feels like sort of a broken record when Lucy and and Antony keep having this back and forth about, oh, tell me the truth. Okay, I'll tell you the truth. Well, no, and then we're going to do this. And then, I don't know, it seems like they had these weird interactions where it always seemed like, oh, okay, I'm going to trust you now. Oh, no, now you broke my trust. Oh, blah, blah, blah. And, but, yeah, other than that, I I really love this show. I thought it was great. So I really want a season two, in case I haven't said that for the fifth well, time. you can just read the books. I could just read the books, and maybe I should get them out of the library. I wonder if they're on uh, book on tape. I could listen to them while I'm biking this summer. <laughs> That'd be fun. All right, so there we go. There's our wrap-up of Lockwood & Co. Yeah, give it a watch. More people that watch it, it'll get renewed. That's the sixth time I've talked about that now. <laughs> Dad really wants a second season. I really want a second season. Hey, yeah. Dad, do, I do, do you think the show would be good with a second season? I do. All right, now it's time to move on to... Fortune, fortune cookies. Okay, my fortune this week. Hard work pays off in the future. Laziness pays off now. Ooh. <laughs> I like that. So that means I can be lazy now. <laughs> it pays off because I'm I get more rest. Apparently. And I can just do all the hard work in the future. Mine is to be idle is to be foolish. Serious trouble will bypass you. Oh. Wow. <laughs> Great. That's nice. Nice for me. There's just gonna be a knife that flies right past your head <laughs> right in one past day. My head. <laughs> All right. Well, that's this week's episode of Lunchbox Reaction. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. My name is Brian. I've been joined this week by Evan. That's me. And Linnea. That's me. You can find us on the web at lunchboxreaction.net. Find us on all your Apple Podcasts and Stitcher and Spotify. We're there. Download us. Listen to us. Take us everywhere you go. (laughs) That's a weird phrasing. Hey, take us with you. Yeah, you know, you're grocery shopping, listen to Lunchbox Reaction. Yeah. yeah. Bring us with we'll you. We'll want to be in your phone. Yeah, definitely. We're trapped in here. Please help. Yeah, let us out. Let us out. <laughs> All right, that's it for this week. We'll see you next week at the, at lunch-, the lunch table. At the lunch table. At the lunch table. <laughs> <laughs> so long, everyone. When you visit Arizona... 
time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.